0: Hello. Let's go for a ride. Here we are, ninth story. <laughs> seems to be the theme of the night. I can taste it in my mouth again. I spit it out and instantly taste it again, hot and salty, urgent and coppery. The rain has become a torrent so thick it's hard to breathe. I can feel the cold, hard asphalt under me as I lay there, but the road is more of a river than a road now. Water runs along the surface, soaking my clothes. I'm cold to the point of numbness. And I realize that if I don't do something soon, I won't be doing anything ever again. I lift my head and look around. The car is on its roof. One of the taillights blinks on and off rhythmically, painting everything with a dull, bloody pulse. I watch the right rear tire spin wildly. Through the din of the falling rain, I hear the heavy hiss, sizzle, and ping from the car's belly as the rain douses the hot underside. The trunk has come open part of the way. And I feel the edge of it hard and bright against my left ankle. I tug, and after a brief white flash of pain, my foot comes free, and the trunk falls open a bit further. It stops with a thunk when it hits the pavement. I roll to the side, then twist and tuck my bound hands under my legs, bringing the cuffs to the front, and sit up. The ease of the maneuver surprises me. Did the cold rain lubricate the cuffs and shrink my wrists? Or is it just that my arms are long enough to give me the room I needed to make it happen? I don't take too long to ponder, because now that I'm sitting up, I catch a glimpse of something moving by the trunk. Something pale flutters, fish-like in the heavy flow of water next to the vehicle. Whatever it is seems to be caught, almost as if it was inside the trunk and is now trying to escape. I stand up slowly and move closer, leaning forward in the dim light to see what the thing is. It's funny. I'm sure I know what it is almost immediately, but it's so unexpected, so contrary to what I'd expect to see hanging from the trunk of a police car, that my brain simply refuses to let me process it. I stare, watching how the water flows around the vehicle, creating little whirlpools and eddies. The dull, strobing turn signal gives me just enough light to see how the water animates the thing, moving it slowly back and forth. I lean closer, resting my cuffed hands on my kneecaps. I blink the water away from my eyes and watch the pale thing move in the current. It slides back and forth, almost like a finger wagging from side to side, telling me that I've come close enough. In fact, exactly like a wagging finger, I jump back and lose my balance. I come down hard, but I barely notice the sledgehammer pain to my tailbone. I sit. Stunned as my brain finally catches up with my eyes and I realize I'm looking at a pale human hand, minus the last three fingers. The clean, bloodless stumps, a stark contrast to the pale, almost alabaster of the skin. These cuts are fresh. I'm not sure why that's the first thing that comes to my mind, but it is. I turn my head and lose the contents of my stomach kind of cop keeps a body in the trunk. Really? Did I and the thought of it makes my gut clench and a dry, retching sound issue from my throat. Did I do this? Is this what landed me in handcuffs? Seems unlikely. And not only because I refuse to believe myself capable of such actions, but also because it doesn't seem like good forensics. Would a cop really just toss the body in the trunk and me in the back seat and drive away? I can't think of a scenario where this would make any sense at all. I get back to my feet and walk back to the car. I'm about to kneel down for a closer look again. When I hear the groan, I had completely forgotten about the officer in the front seat. I hear him cough a few times and mutter something to himself. I stop, wonder what to do next. I look down at the water swirling around my ankles and realize that in just the short time I've been standing here, the water has gotten deeper. By at least two or three inches, I guess. Soon enough, the current is going to carry it away. I look down at the water swirling around my ankles and realize that in just the short time I've been standing here, The water has gotten deeper, by at least two or three inches, I'd guess. Soon enough, the current is going to carry the cruiser, the cop and whatever, whoever is in the trunk away. Should I run, help the cop get free of the car, or should I try to figure out why there's a body with fewer than the normal number of fingers in the trunk? My curiosity gets the better of me, and I get to my knees lean down and try to peek into the trunk i quickly realize it's not going to work not only is this a difficult position to maintain when handcuffed but the opening is too small and the interior too dark about all i can tell is that there's an arm attached to the hand but that much i knew already i give up and crawl slowly along the side of the upturned car to the front passenger window and peer in. I don't realize I was expecting to see a gun barrel pointed at my face until I don't see one. The cop is still strapped to the seat. In this light, I can make out his profile. His hair is a glistening, tangled mass dripping something dark. blood He groans again, but it's weak and hollow. I reach in through the shattered window and worm my way into the car, watching him carefully. I roll onto my back and push myself closer. I reach up and slowly take the keys from the ignition and start to roll over again. A flash of lightning illuminates his face and I see his eyes are open and he's looking right at me. I freeze for a moment. But when he makes no move, I realize he must still be unconscious. I roll over and feel around in the water. I know it's there. Has to be. It's too big for his belt, so I'm sure it was on the front seat. Unless you know, unless it was thrown from the car. That would be bad. I know I'd never find it in the rushing water outside. The car shifts and spins slightly, time is short. I'm about to give up when my fingers wrap around the cold metal and I feel my heart leap with excitement. I grasp it tight in my hand and back out of the car on my hands and knees. I roll into a sitting position and lean my back against the car taking a few deep cleansing breaths. The car shifts again and I understand I only have a few minutes at best. I rest the heavy aluminum mag light between my legs and quickly find the key for the cuffs on the oversized ring and shed them as quickly as I can. That done, I grab the flashlight and trot the few steps back to the trunk. I bend over, ignite the flashlight and aim it inside the trunk. Just listen to episode 3 of The Ride. A Hicks and Fabulous production. Listen next week for more.